seven motivations of people <laughs> the seven motivations of people um listen I, I as a leader i have other leaders come to me and they ask me fits how do i motivate my team um how do i get them to do uh how do i how do i what do i do how, and, and 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 it come, even comes deeper where they ask well, how do i motivate myself like how do i get myself up off the couch and and not eating barbecue and not watching football and, and actually going and doing. How do I motivate myself? And for years, I said, I, I don't know. I, I know this. I know that I wasn't put on this earth to be a motivational speaker, uh, meaning I, I wasn't put on this earth. Now, some people are. Some people are gifted in that. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to be the gunnery sergeant, you know, running beside you, yelling at you to get you to keep running. Um, I'm not the aerobics instructor uh, that's uh, telling you to to work a little bit harder and you know don't don't practice until it's perfect practice until you can't get it wrong and like I, I'm not that's not me and and my exploration into the things that motivate myself and motivate others motivation is an inside job meaning you may temporarily be motivated externally but it's uh, long term, the motivation has to come from within. If it doesn't, you're not going to do right. The motivation has to come from within. So uh, when I read in John Maxwell's book and uh, the, the, the book is The Power of Five. If you go to Amazon and try to buy it, it's not available uh, through Amazon. The only place I am aware of that you can go buy it is uh, Maxwell Power of five the number five dot com maxwell power of five dot com uh that's the only place i know you can get the book i bought extras uh when i bought uh there's also a course that you can sign up for with him and uh it's the power of five for network marketing and while we're not network marketing there's some real lessons in this book that i think as leaders of people that you can learn from you don't have to be a network marketer to lead people right so um it's a great book to read and that's where i got this teaching today uh it's not a super long teaching but it was impactful and when i read it i remember <laughs> getting to this section and i was like son of a gun john maxwell did it again um <laughs> he, he i don't know where he got the information or where he gets his information all the time but he pulls it together in books that just makes it so easy to read it's what makes him one of my favorite authors of all time uh and and this hit me square between the eyes when i read it and as soon as i read it i was like i gotta i gotta i get i gotta put this inside of me i need to, to digest this and be able to um share it with others because this is impactful so let's get into it he says there are seven motivations of people seven seven things that are motivation right for us number one purpose People want to do what they were created to do. People want to do what they were created to do. You know, when I think about this, I think about the, the, the uh, story of the, the college graduate that, you know, gets their degree and, you know, needs to go backpack across Europe or, you know, go live in Africa for a year digging wells. Uh, or just just wandering around going on a walkabout as they say in Australia like just <laughs> I think about that trying to find themselves and I I've never 
I've never found myself when I was looking for myself. When I'm, when I never, I never have discovered about things about me by trying to find me, if that makes sense. I found purpose and I found my purpose and I found the purpose that motivates me by doing and then things occurring as I'm doing them, things uh, occurring to me. Um, one way uh, people say, I just, I, I, listen, I, I think you spend a lifetime really defining what your purpose is. I don't think it's just one day you just know 100% exactly how it plays out. I think you spend a lifetime doing this and you get closer and closer and closer to the purpose that you're put on earth to serve. I, I think it's something that, that uh, happens eventually. Um, I think we all have that, maybe that deathbed revelation that comes to us, but hopefully we walk it out before then. Hopefully we are living our best life way before we're on our deathbed, right? And so when I think about how to find your purpose, when I think about how I found it, um, this is what I want to pass on. I, I found purpose in my life and, and, and the purpose that gets me out of bed and motivates me. I found it by doing, I found it by reading books. Yes, you have to crack open the books and read them. Well, Fitz, I prefer to listen to them. Okay, just get the information. I found it by listening to, uh, I used to, to buy uh, training CDs. Before there were CDs, I bought cassette tapes of Brian Tracy and Zig Ziglar and, you know, these, these, these heroes of teaching, these, um, these, these gods <laughs> of, of teaching. I, I sat at their feet and listened to them through their cassette tapes and then CDs and then MP3s. And now I devour podcasts like, like crazy. Um, I, I think that you find your purpose by uh, having very selected coaches and mentors in your life. Uh, a, a difference between a mentor and a coach. Um, when I met John Maxwell for the first time, I thanked him for his mentorship. And he knew what I meant because I got that from one of his books. Uh, you can be mentored through books that have been written 200 years ago, right? But you're coached by somebody that grabs you by the face mask and screams in your face sometimes. So you, you got to have that in your life. You need to surround yourself with the right people. You need to challenge yourself. We, we're constantly saying things about these self-discovery tests that you can take, you know, Strength Finder 2.0 and, and the Myers-Briggs and, and, and all these things. I, I remember uh, it was in... Uh, 2014, and I can't talk about this without starting to get choked up about it, because the fall of 2014 was a, a, a crossroads in my life. It was a pivotal moment for me that I was just taking a very simple assessment that somebody had recommended I take, and it was really to discover what your uh, what your kind of like your giftings are, what your what your major area of influence in your in your life is, and because I own a business, because I, I, I've done this for so long. I just assumed business was going to be one of, you know, was my top thing. And, it, and, and I took the assessment and there was a mentor that happened to be visiting at that time. He was uh, a, a here, actually he was a coach. <laughs> he was here in the office of that day. I took the test and it came back that my number one sphere of influence for me, the, the number one thing for me is education. Um, and, and not, not, oh man, my personality profile says not teaching in a school, <laughs> like childcare, like I'm not supposed to do childcare at all. Uh, childcare with my own kids is suspect, but it's, <laughs> but I'm not supposed to do that. I, for education was my thing though. And I remember reading that going, education, education, it makes so much sense. I really love getting information and being able to share that with other people and, and see it impact and affect positively their lives. And I, and I went to that coach who happened to be in the office that day, and I was like, I just took this assessment, and 
it says education number one. Now, business was number two, but education was number one. He looked at me and he said, well, what are you going to do with that? See, that's the power of a coach. I took the assessment. I learned something from it. But the coach coming at me saying, what are you going to do with that? Well, and that's when I decided, you know what? I'm trying to be somebody else right now. I'm trying to be somebody I'm not. And I'm just going to try to be who I am and be the best at it. And that's when it was a pivotal moment in my life. And I, I point back to 2014. At, at that point, my marriage started getting better. My relationships with friends started getting better. My, my relationship with my staff started getting better. I started feeling better about who I was. It all changed then. And, it's, and it was, and listen, I'm still walking that out to figure out what that still looks like. I don't have it solidified in my mind yet, my full purpose on this earth, but I'm closer and closer every day. And it motivates me to do. Because I'm not working, I'm fulfilling my purpose. It's a different ballgame. Number two, autonomy. <laughs> I love this word. People want to have freedom to control their lives. This is something that motivates people is autonomy, being, being free to be them, right? Not being micromanaged. And, you know, our business, it's not just our business, Small business owners, entrepreneurs, all the studies I read, number one, number one motivation for them is autonomy. I've heard it said before, you'll work 100 hours for yourself just to keep from working 40 hours from somebody else. So, like, I, I get that, that autonomy. And I'm not a micromanager as a leader. Um, I, I have a tough time micromanaging my own life. I can't handle everybody else's. Uh, and so I'm not. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't ride people. I, I'm, you know, I, you're not Seabiscuit. I'm not a jockey. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not what I do. Um, and, and, and I find that uh, most people that I'm working with appreciate that because they, they don't like the micromanagement. They like being able to, to, to fail if, if they're doing it. And, and I say a lot that, you know, I, I see myself as sort of like um, a Sherpa. You know, Sherpa is one of these guides that you'll hire to help you up Mount Everest. They've been to Mount Everest a thousand times, been up to the top a thousand times. Um, and, uh, and they can guide you on how to get to the top. They've helped others do it. They've gotten themselves there and they can guide you on how to get there. But it's up to you to do the climbing. The Sherpa doesn't get the credit when you get to the top. You get the credit when you get to the top. And I see myself as that. Like, I will tell you where to step. And if you don't step there, and, 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 you, and you fall through the crack, <laughs> right, and die, I'm, I'm not going to take the blame for that. Just like when you reach the top, I'm not going to take the credit for that. See how that works? You're a grown adult. It's your job to pull the information together and make your own decisions, but autonomy is such a beautiful thing, and, and it's why a lot of us do what we do. It's why a lot of us choose to build our businesses here because we feel the freedom. There's resource there that we can pull from. There's coaching, there's mentorship, there's resource and, and, and experiences of others that we can learn from, but we get to get up every day and be in the fight for ourselves. I love that word autonomy. That is a huge motivator for me. And I know it's a huge motivator for a lot of us. This is, like I say, when I read studies about self-employed entrepreneur, blah, 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 that, Number one is autonomy. They, they do it because they want to be free. Number three, relationships. People want to do things with others. You know, around here, you hear people talking a lot about the trips that we get to go on, these, these reward trips. I remember the first trip that we got to go on was to Hawaii. 
and this is back a couple of decades ago and and I remember going and 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 being able to eat breakfast with with my idols with the in in the industry the people that I admired so much and be able to sit there and just ask them questions for hours and hours and hours and they they're just willing to share and you know why one they're willing to share because they're just nice people but two, they're willing to share because they know they're sharing it with another warrior who's been out there in the battle too because they're on the same rewards trip. Like I, those relationships are huge. We, we talk about being, oh, remember that time we were in the Mediterranean and we did this and remember that time we were on, in Hawaii and did the road to Hana and that happened. We're not thinking about the yeses that we got in the home. We're not thinking about the noes we got in the home. We're not thinking about the person who cussed us out and hung up. We're not thinking about the person who sent us that, that, that horrible text that told us to do things to ourselves that aren't possible. Like we're, we're not thinking about all of that. We're thinking about here I am with my friends at the top of the world this is awesome this drives people so as you're looking for what motivates you and as you're looking for the things that motivate can motivate your team and the people who are looking to you for leadership whether it's your kids or whether it's your agents maybe it's relationships they want to be in relationship with other people number four progress people want to experience personal and professional growth People want to experience personal and professional growth. Yeah, I, I don't know where we picked up on this, but in, in, uh, in college, I remember learning it. Uh, I don't know who taught it, but, but Heather and I will talk about Ebenezer's. Um, and Ebenezer in, in the Old Testament was, um, it was a monument that you built to show how far God had taken you. You know, as you're exploring new land, you might build this monument to say, we've gotten here. And that would be a monument that you built. Uh, and that was, again, an Old Testament thing. And, and we talk about that, uh, Heather and I do, about Ebenezer's. We have different things in our home that are Ebenezer's to us. They remind us of maybe a difficult place, like when we had a miscarriage, we have a painting in our house, a picture in our house, that we look at that and we think about the comfort we felt during a very painful time. That was an Ebenezer to us. Um, it, it's, it's, um, anyway, it, it, it's, it's just something that is a, a monument to where you've come from how far you've gone since ancient times people have needed that this is why i recommend documenting your numbers documenting your work i recommend journaling do i journal every day no i am horrible at journaling but i do some journaling and and it's i like i like to write stuff down even if it's not real well written if it's not a book but it's just a thought uh, maybe it's a quick video. Like, I, I love to see that. I like looking back and seeing where I've come from. But if you're going to move forward, you have to put that behind you. It's good to look back and see that you've progressed, but you're not done yet. And you can't stay focused on that. But I think we all feel excitement about knowing that we've gotten better at something. Uh, I see it in my kids. I see it in the agents. I hear agents that have been with us now five years talk about how, man, when I first got started, I never thought I was going to be this good. And now they're writing ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 in a week. And they go, wow, I never thought I was going to be this good. Well, I challenge you in this. You don't even know how good you're going to be. But isn't it motivating to see how you've progressed? But you're not there. You're not done. Number five, mastery. People want to excel in their skill. Now, listen, I'm not saying that everybody has all seven of these motivations, but as you are leading yourself, it's important to ask my, yourself, 
is this something that motivates me mastering a skill i know people who really love digging in deep into product training and product knowledge and learning those things inside and out and they are tremendous resources to the rest of us that's something that motivates them and i know there are people in the industry that go oh you don't need to know all the products blah, 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 blah. you know just kind of they kind of almost belittle those who become masters of products and i go but, but that's a resource that all of us needs, and that's that person's motivation. Why would I tear that down? Instead, I want to encourage it. Is that person most likely going to be number one producer in the world? Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, they might be. I, I, I tend to know that top producers tend to know a lot about products, but um, but some people really just like the idea of mastering something. Maybe maybe in this business, your job, you, what you want to master is you 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 want to feel like like. You're just great at it. Or like uh, Heather has said, you know, you want to feel like you've done it so much that you just can't get it wrong. Like you, that's, that's mastery of something. I'm so good at this. I just can't do it wrong anymore. I'm always doing it right. Maybe that motivates you. That's not something necessarily that motivates me. That's not one of my motivations. Um, but I will say I do find some satisfaction in knowing that I'm great at something. <laughs> don't we all? Right? I don't think that mastery is ever done. You never, you never complete the mastery. Uh, as soon as you think you have is when you start going backwards. Number six, recognition. People want to recognize their accomplishments. I've had mentors in my life that suck at this, <laughs> that suck at patting me on the back. And I've had mentors in my life that were excellent at patting me on the back. Guess which one I like better? And I, it's funny, this morning, having a conversation with Heather, I was getting ready, and I was like, you know, I don't feel like in my life, I don't feel like I need all the, the pats on the back anymore. I don't feel like I need the ticker tape parades when I walk in. I don't feel like I need that. It's not something I'm necessarily working for right now in my life. But I still like it. I still like when people recognize the work I've done. I still like when people give me the pats on the back. Um, we, we all do love encouragement, don't we? But, but this is beyond encouragement. This is recognition of a job well done. And that motivates people. Some people work their butts off for that, just for that recognition. Got to remember that as you're leading yourself and as you're leading others. Number seven, this will be the last one, money. People want to be financially secure. Money motivates people. Now, every book I've written, uh, written, <laughs> every book, I haven't written any books on that. Every book I've read is the word I'm looking for on motivation. Another good book, you know, Power of Five kind of lays it out for me. Drive by Daniel Pink is another great book when it comes to motivation. Uh, they say, everybody says money is the, the worst motivator, but it is a motivator. I mean, I, 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 when I have a, I have a good friend of mine that uh, he's done very well in his life, and I, I'm, I'm always asking him. I know the answer at this point. I've known him for so long, and I've asked him so many times. But I'll ask him, what motivates you? What, why do you work hard? Why do you do what do you do? And he's like, I don't want to live under a bridge. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, <laughs> if working hard is going to keep me from living under a bridge, I'm going to work hard. It is what it is. Money does motivate. Uh, it, it, listen, I, I, I've said before, but if, if you could... If, you, if I could take the feeling of being debt-free and put it inside of you, I, and, and I've had people come back to me and say, you weren't kidding. We paid off our debt. Oh, my gosh. I remember being in my late 20s, and we're 
mid-20s and just at night laying down in bed and feeling like an elephant was sitting on my chest. And I didn't realize it in the moment until I had a little bit of time to reflect. But that was the, the weight of debt that was just sitting on me at night and just thinking, how am I going to pay my bills? How are we going to pay rent? How am I going to pay the phone bill? How am I going to put gas in my car to go run appointments? Like I, I, I would just lay awake at night with that weight sitting on my chest. And I thought, I am way too young to be feeling this elephant sitting on my chest. That's how my dad described a heart attack. I'm like, I, I don't like that feeling. And then I remember when that elephant stood up and walked away. I like that feeling better. So while in my life right now, money is not my number one motivator, I'm still motivated by it. I, I still like making it. <laughs> I still like things, the things it can do. I still like being able to, to walk into a store within reason and buy what I want. I mean, I'm not walking into a jet store buying what I want. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not walking into a exotic car store and buying everything I want. But, you know, within reason, I, 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 we, we live a life right now where we're, we're fairly financially secure. And uh, I got to tell you, it doesn't suck. I really like the feeling. And I know a lot of other people do too. And, and so initially, the money motivation for you may be paying rent, making a house payment, you know, putting gas in your car. It may be something very uh, basic <coughs> to your, uh, your life-sustaining needs, right? Um, but eventually, it, it, it moves beyond that. And people who are truly money-motivated move into a place of they get excited about what they can. They, they want to make more so they can do more with it. The people who truly have that motivation are, are of that ilk. They're of that kind of person, right? I want to wrap up just by kind of going through this. Uh, it's also from John Maxwell. Everything I went through today, totally John Maxwell. I, I, my commentary, but his thoughts. Uh, start off with, is, or finishing off with, is my dream really my dream? What you do every day and what gets you out of bed in the morning, is it something that you want to do or do, is it someone else's dream for you that you're doing? Uh, because you're never going to work as hard as when you're working for yourself. I totally believe that. And, and if you're hearing my voice today, you're in this business, and, and you believe that too. So when it's your dream, when it's your dream, it will provide wings to your spirit. When you think about it, you just get excited. And you just, it, it, it's not like drinking a Red Bull. It's, it's like for real. You feel like you're just taking off. When it's someone else's dream, it'll be a weight on your shoulder. It'll be a burden that you're carrying. It, it will not energize you. When it's your dream, it will fire you up. Very similar to having wings to your spirit. It'll fire you up. I mean, you just start talking about it before you know it. Like you're getting excited. You're getting loud. You're starting to move around. You're getting animated. Even when you're the most, I've seen the most, the most uh, calm people, the most introverted people start talking about their dream. And when it's their dream, you would never guess in a million years that person's introverted. You'd never guess in a million years that person is calm because they get so excited. They just kind of have it. They get fired up. When it's someone else's dream, it'll drain your energy. You'll get up in the morning, you'll go, oh, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I don't want to do this. I'm not saying you're not going to be tired, but there's a difference between doing something that makes you tired versus doing something that wears you out. When it's your dream, it will fulfill you. When it's your dream, you'll, you'll start to come to this place where you go, 
this is what I was made for. <laughs> You'll start to, when it's your dream, really your dream, that's when you start going, <laughs> I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm doing it. And um, it just creates in you a new life that you didn't know that you were missing when it's your dream. When it's someone else's dream, it fulfills them. <laughs> when it's someone else's dream, it fills their pockets. It fills their soul. It doesn't do anything for you. When it's your dream, you will want to do it. You will want to do it. I don't know very many people that woke up you know, this morning or any morning and go, man, I really love selling insurance. <laughs> Most people aren't in that. Most people don't get up in the morning and go, man, I really love actuarial tables. I love knowing rates. I, know, I love knowing underwriting. There's not a lot of people that wake up like that. But selling insurance, for most of us, is a vehicle to reach our dream. It's like me figuring out that I like education. doesn't mean I need to go teach elementary school. It means I can monetize my abilities and my skills in the insurance industry. <laughs> When it's someone else's dream, others will want you to do it. They'll ride you about it. You need to get up and you need to do this and this and this and this. You need to, like, I love when, <laughs> I say that sarcastically, I just love when people say, you need to book this many appointments in a week. I don't want to. <laughs> like, but if somebody comes to me and says, Fitz, I want to go here, how do I get there? Well, what you need to do is book this many appointments in a week. But I'm not just telling you that arbitrarily. I'm telling you that because that's where you want to go. It's kind of like, well, Fitz, I want to get to California from Texas. How do I do that? Well, you need to get on a plane or you need to get in a car or maybe a train or a bus. Or you could walk. That's not me telling you, go get in a car. It's me saying, you want to go here? This is how a lot of people do it. Different ballgame. So when it's your dream, you're going to want to go, my dream is going to California. You're going to want to go get in that car. It's not somebody making you do it. Good little test. I love that John Maxwell included that in this seven motivations of people. Listen, I hope that helps. Um, it's, uh, it's, important that you, um, it's important that you understand yourself. Uh, I feel like the better you understand yourself, the better or more capable you are of understanding others. And the better you are at understanding others, the greater you're going to be at leading them to where they want to go. Fair enough. Feel free to reach out if you need me. Uh, I'm available. I, as uh, I hear my staff say, I'm not the CEO that lives in an ivory tower. Uh, I like getting my hands dirty and helping you make money, so let's do it. Uh, thank you. I hope that helped. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact, and send us a message. See you next week.